Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson. And, of course, we've got the wondrous James Timberlake. <laughs> that he's, is a nice intro he's, for you, James. Wow. He's doing, uh, well, I learned That's me. I, I learned who his mom was yesterday. All right. <laughs> and I just, I felt like an absolute. That was the talk of the office. I felt like an idiot. <laughs> Holy cow, man. And also joining us. Our lovely Aaron Linden. <laughs> wow. Man, you are lovely. getting the intros I, out I'm, today. I'm That's throwing it out. Man. I want everyone to be in a good mood as Freud's we go forward here. Spreading the love. We are having a pretty good time <laughs> in here. Now, uh, we're going to go straight to the poll question on this one. It's on every news channel. It's hmm. the biggest news in the world right now, and it's actually quite heartbreaking. Yep. We live in 2022, and you're watching a major nation invade another major nation and in a time when i thought that tyrants were done go ahead yeah the uh, question is do you support president biden's decision to not put u.s troops on the ground in ukraine and 69 percent of those responding said yes they support that decision 23 percent say no they do not eight percent undecided all right now the first thing i'm going to say is this i'm not a politician i'm not a world historian I'm not an expert on war. I am not a strategist. But I agree completely. We do not need troops on the ground right now. Mm -hmm. Would I I like to go over there and and help these people out? You bet. I really would. Do we need American soldiers staring down Russian soldiers? No. No, we don't. We need to uh, be able to handle this diplomatically, even when others do not want to handle this diplomatically. America as a leader in this world, to be a superpower means more, much more to me than the ability to use force. Um, It is the ability to think logically and find a peaceful resolution to conflict. That is is the definition of a superpower to me. Um, what do you guys think? Well, I, I hope there's an avenue for that. I, I think we haven't given up hope yet that we can find an exit ramp for Putin to take where he can still claim victory of some sort. And uh, He's got to save face. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly what that avenue is. Well, but there were going to be discussions in Belarus, yeah. supposedly. Yeah, well, so... they did come to a, a, a resolution, I believe it was our late last night, that they are going to allow an avenue for civilians to escape. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only thing that came out of those talks. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll let civilians pass the tanks without shooting them in the face. Mm-hmm. So you want to call that progress? Sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, minimal, but yeah. minimal. Yeah. yeah. What, what did they say? 1.4 million refugees already. Mostly, I was going to say, mostly Poland, uh, sucking that up. Uh, A lot of other European countries opening their doors. Um, As the invasion was gearing up, uh, Russia falsely claimed that it was responding to Ukrainian aggression. Right. Right. Fake news. Fake news. (laughs) And and liberating citizens from fascist Mm neo-Nazis. Now, this is what they said. I wonder if they knew that the Ukrainian president is a Jewish man (laughs) whose grandfather fought in World War II against fascist Nazis. 
I, I, I looked all this up. Uh, I wanted to basically just get confirmation myself. Is he Jewish? Well, according to Jewish Unpacked, which is a completely Jewish online magazine, uh, they write, let's be clear about this. Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky is Jewish and has zero ties to any neo-Nazi movement. When you control media, and, and this is the funny thing, there are so many people in America who firmly believe that the media is controlled by the U.S. government. I will tell you right now. <laughs> uh, you're wrong. You didn't get the uh, yeah. memo this yeah. morning from the government? <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how people work this out in their brain. Do you think Bob is, is jumping in on a big conference <laughs> call every day with every major media corporation in the United States? That's why he's here sore. My gosh, yeah. really? So, But people believe this. So what I want you to do is take a good hard look at Russia because there's a country whose media is controlled by the government. Mm -hmm. And they are a, not just media, social media. Right. Stuff online. Everything. You have the ability to go home and look up anything that we talk about, any news story that we report. You can check a source. You can check three or four. And you can also case. see what other countries are saying about it. Like exactly. You can look at like UK news reporting on U.S. All the time. I, I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I go to the BBC quite regularly because it's a little more objective. Yes, they tend to lean a little to the left, but at least they take a, a, an objective look at our government. Right. You know, even right. a little uh, pokes now. <laughs> right, you know? yeah. yeah. So, it, it, but, but Russia's media... Putin and his people decide what, what they get to see. And even then, thank God, even then, real news, real information is getting to the Russian people. And I believe there's somewhere around, what, like 6,500? We'll have to double check this number. But there's thousands of Russians who have been imprisoned for protesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, war. absolutely. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's drug off to the gulag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You go out to protest. And they don't like what you're protesting. You're done. Well, yeah, you got to know going into that that you are taking a huge risk. So, I mean, that, that's courage. What's yes. going on there? Yes, it is. Now, now that's standing up to a government. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's staring down the barrel of a gun while you're standing up to your government. Mm -hmm. Tiananmen Square, almost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it is on that level. Absolutely. You know, I don't know the names of these thousands of individuals. They could disappear, and I'd never know. Right. Nobody's going to ever know. Mm -hmm. No one ever know. It's Russia. And right. you find a dissident, and, and every <laughs> if you don't know a lot about Vladimir Putin, if uh, you're a journalist in his country, and you uh, even, even just sarcasm, snarky little remarks, mm -hmm. satire. He does not take those, those things well. How many of them has he killed? Who knows? Many. Yeah. Many. many. He'll just poison you. Uh, and and he does it quite well. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. Well, former KGB and all. I mean, he, right. knows, he yeah. knows the secrets. He knows the secrets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. Jeez. But back we, to your original question: Do we think that we should be in there as the U.S. against Russia? Absolutely not. I mean, right. that that is going to set off World War Three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be it. That if, would be if he's going to stop with Ukraine, which that's all open for interpretation at this point. But if he stops there, or they settle on, okay, you get the parts that you already took, you know, Odessa and the major ports, great. But 
if we go in, even if we close the airspace, which they've been calling for, they've been, been asking, asking please, please, yeah. please close the airspace, even that is an act of aggression mm-hmm. in a war. And I don't think, I, I think, you know, the only thing, one of the only things I agreed with Biden on uh, when he gave his State of the Union address was we will defend every inch of NATO territory. Yes, yes. Absolutely 100%. That is what that is for. Do we belong in Ukraine? No. Can we provide humanitarian effort, get them the stingers, get them Abrams tanks, whatever they need? Yes. That's not an act of aggression. That's just, hey, here's some stuff. You do with it what you want. So right. Right. That's, that's my take on mm-hmm. it. And, the, and, and one of the best things that they've done, uh, the Biden administration, is impose these sanctions. Now, they did this in solidarity with many other European countries. Uh, I don't know if everyone's kind of paying attention to what's going on right now, but even Russian cats are not allowed to compete in national events. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've cut them off. Those are tight sanctions. Those are tight sanctions. we got a caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking the call. I want to add a little sidebar conversation here, but I feel it's pertinent to what's happening in the Ukraine. Um, You might think this is a strange jump, but it really isn't. Cryptocurrency. The New York Post on 2-24-22, quite recently, ran an article, How Russia Can Use Cryptocurrency to Avoid U.S. Sanctions Over the Ukraine. And what's interesting about it? Russian oligarchs in Vladimir Putin's inner circle can blunt the effect of U.S. sanctions by using cryptocurrency. Okay. It says that Bitcoin surged 9.3% over demands from both Russians and Ukrainians. Both countries are pretty heavily into this. They've, They've got a kind of crypto war going between themselves in that regard. But if I might go on, the decentralized nature of digital currencies like Bitcoin allows governments and non-governmental entities the benefit of peer-to-peer transactions, regardless of whether they are cut off from traditional banking services. Cryptocurrencies are digital assets that use cryptography to mask their users and are reliant on blockchain. It is interesting to note that a third of all digital mining is actually occurring in Russia. They're huge on this. And if the owner of the wallet is identified, they can simply trade in crypto using another wallet. Digital currencies, like Bitcoin, are moved through peer-to-peer transactions. Do not need to go through third-party institutions like banks, which can block the movement of traditional currencies. That would be the American currency, the German Deutsch, the Euro, whatever. Well, in going on to talk about this, previous to this, in November of 21, a Russian operative, uh, his name was Dubnikov, uh, was arrested for moving, and this sounds like a small amount of money, but take enough small amounts out, you got a lot, 400000 he took in Bitcoin out of a dark web called Kayak. So we've got both countries, the Ukraine, and the Ukraine is asking right now for people to send them Bitcoin. We've got the financing, aside from the oil and gas being sold by the Russians, uh, certainly to us, we've also got financing in cryptocurrency. And the reason, the reason I bring this up is I'm not a fan of cryptocurrency. 
And I would like to see, if possible, Wyoming has their toe dipped into uh, a type of uh, cryptocurrency. And it's down at the University of Wyoming blockchain lab down there. And they will trade in Bitcoin. And I just feel like it's an effort to have one kind of like the Tolkien um, series, one, 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 one ring will rule them all. I think it's an effort to fund activities, launder money, do all sorts of illegal things with an alternative currency that is not based on anything except you recognize it as having value. It's actually most of it when it takes place buying houses, buying paintings, whatever, most of that, that crypto is immediately changed into the coin of the realm from wherever you bought, whatever you bought. Uh, one of these big uh, crypto operators, what's well, the Bitcoin guy, just spent $133 million for a, for a house. And when the transaction occurred, bye-bye Bitcoin, hello American currency. So it's it's got a lot of highly, highly questionable aspects to it. And usually when you see pro articles, they're coming from people who are promoters of Bitcoin. There was one in the Wall Street Journal here a couple of days ago by a guy who's written a whole book informative on cryptocurrency and was an early writer of such topic um, in the beginning. But, but they, they generally come from people who are friendly to it. So anyway, that was the reason for my remark about cryptocurrency and what's happening in the Ukraine. It's another source of funding for, for conducting this war. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Vicki. Now, uh, yeah, cryptocurrency's got its problems. Um, it's still fairly new uh, in the realm of banking and currency. A um, hundred years from now, I can say it's still fairly new. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's just like any time we introduce anything new into the world, people are going to find the holes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and People are still finding the holes to launder money and get things done with our currency. Uh, you know, both before and after it was based on a gold standard. So bad guys are going to do what bad guys do. And it, as long as it's legal, it might not be ethical. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would also say, just to preface this, it is those sorts of transactions can be tracked. Um, it's a lot more difficult than it is tracking like a paper trail or a debit card trail. But there are you know, wallet identificators for for um, cryptocurrency transactions and such. So that stuff can be tracked. It's not like it's impossible, but it's a lot. It's more difficult than it is tracking like a credit card or a debit card. So and 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 the fact of the matter is, we might not like it. Okay, and I'm not saying we because I don't mind it, but. Some folks might not like it at all. They might not like the practices. They don't like the idea that they can't pull it out of their wallet and hold it in their hand. I would also say the only reason that they're changing to the coin of that specific place is because that is the centralized currency of that place. Yeah. The point of crypto that they're trying to reach is a decentralized version of the currency so that money, cash, the dollar is not the only way that you can pay for things around the world. That's the point of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency so that they don't have to just change it 
to that um, particular exchange. centralized currency. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point of crypto. The exchange rate that is the exact same clear exactly. across the board. Yeah. And yep. it ebbs and flows just yep. like gold does or anything else. That's the same it's the same sort of idea except it's digitized. digitized. Exactly. And the next generation is going to use this. Yeah, I don't think it's going away. There's, uh, there's no way. Yeah. Going, yeah. 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 So here's and this is a practice in Buddhism. You might not like it. But we better accept it yeah. because uh, going forward in your life, if you don't like something that you have absolutely no control over, you are going to torture yourself for the rest of your life <laughs> right? as yeah. you hate this object, this <laughs> thing, that person, those folks, whatever. But if you accept it, that this is the way that the world is going to turn from this point on, it makes life a little bit easier. It doesn't mean that you have to like anything, <laughs> but if we accept it, at least then we can learn a little bit more about it. We can understand it a little clearer with a mind instead of a very impassioned, upset heart. And that goes for just about everything in life. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to keep on this Ukrainian war. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sure. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, this is Brad here at Prime Rate Motors, where we know everybody's story is different. We recently had a husband and wife who wished to trade up on both of their cars, but were very firm on keeping their payments close to what they were used to. Turns out they were on the right side of the equation on their payoffs, and we were able to move back on the year of the new cars to keep them in their comfort zone on the payments. Everybody's story is different. Let us help you with yours. Prime Rate Motors, PrimeRateMotors.com, and the Super Trailer Store. The following message is presented by the Home Loan Center of First Federal Bank and Trust on Coffeen Avenue. Are you in need of home repairs and don't know where to begin? Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns has a solution for you. We are looking to partner with 10 income-qualified homeowners in need of home repairs through our Brush with Kindness Repair Program. For a full list of eligible repairs and more information, visit SheridanHabitat.org or call us at 672-3848. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, James Timberlake, and Aaron Linden. The lovely. The yeah, lovely. the lovely. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm claiming that title now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a, a descriptor for me, no adjective for me today, huh? Well, you're my smart guy. <laughs> 
Like that's <laughs> you're. There's usually a different word after a smart than guy. <laughs> right. Than the, uh, three letters. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yep. you're that too. Rhymes with crass. Here's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, is I appreciate that about you. <laughs> that is one reason that makes this show so strong. Having you on the <laughs> other end, and and having you, you've got this ability. Uh, uh, people probably can't see, but sometimes Steve's got a look. Right? <laughs> he shoots this look across the table to me at a base. He says, wow, what are you going to do now, tough guy? <laughs> they, they can go to the video. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Pull you can up. find yeah. the look. It's there. <laughs> All right. This morning we're talking about the war. Um, Russia has basically made the world suffer through uh, by their invasion of the Ukraine. Now, Russia says it's because there's neo-Nazis over there, and we got to go save the world, even though the Ukrainian president is a Jewish man who has no ties with any neo-Nazi movement. Of all the uh, things that Putin could have used to justify, why did he pick that? Because he knew that is something that everyone can get behind. Yeah, that's just okay. a universal it's, evil. It's just right. like when people, you know, when you're watching these folks online, you know, the left and the right, when they start arguing. Yeah, yeah. The, one the side's cards, calling yeah, one a communist yeah. and a socialist, and the other side's calling them Nazis. So he's playing the Nazi card. And, yeah. and, and the minute somebody drops a socialist, communist, or a Nazi remark, you lose. Yeah. yeah. You've lost. Because that tells me you, you have no understanding of what an ideology is. I would also, going back to kind of the poll question a little bit, um, Aaron touched on it uh, earlier with the fact that if we did drop troops into Ukraine, and they, the Russians started seeing that, we would begin a world war. Mm -hmm. This is eerily, hopefully it doesn't extend further than what it is, but it's eerily similar to what happened at the beginning of World War II. Mm -hmm. The Nazis had basically taken all of Europe. Yeah, They were evacuating Dunkirk. The, the English, the Churchill was evacuating British troops out of Dunkirk, and he was begging Roosevelt for help at that mm -hmm. point. At that point, Roosevelt was sending World War I-type battleships and, you know, ships to help in the Atlantic side of things so that the U-boats would stop destroying the merchant ships and things like that. But Roosevelt was like, we can't get into this fight unless we are provoked, period. We're not going to get into another European conflict because, obviously, we were right out of World War I, and Japanese attacked us, and now we're into this world war. I, that, that's what's going to happen here. That's the only way we'll get in. And now, obviously, we have NATO, which is a whole. It's the, the entire reason NATO was built was to avoid this type of situation. Yeah, this will yeah. be a good test for it to serve its purpose. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well and, and the craziest thing about this, though, is Putin's been saying for years. You know, there was talk of Ukraine joining NATO, and he didn't want NATO on his border. Mm -hmm. Yet, if he takes over Ukraine. He's got NATO on his board, and I'm like, what is what yeah. is the thought process behind that? I think um, I think the resources uh, over there, uh, that power plant that yeah. they got yeah, last night, power is yeah. a huge deal. Um, I, I honestly believe uh, Putin was sick of being number three, because let's look at the world geopolitically. The United States is on top, okay? We came out of the Cold War. Are we, or is good. it China? Now, hang on, hang on, because China is, economically, they've, they've stomped us. Right. Now, a lot of people don't want to admit that. But, when I, again, when I say superpower of the world, I'm talking like, you know, can we solve things diplomatically? Can we, are we better? Right. And I'm sorry, but if you use violence over someone who can use thought, they're better. Right. Better. So... China, right behind us. Everyone's talking about China and the United States. No one brings up Russia anymore. 
And poor Putin just can't handle that. So let's take the Crimea and then Ukraine, and we will make us a superpower again. He looked around at his room of fat, rich, white men and said, what do you guys think? And they said, da. <laughs> and well, they the, went for it. You know, and James brings up a great point, and this is this is kind of the scarier look at this thing, is we don't have anything, you know, in writing with Ukraine. They're not part of NATO. U.S. never really had trade agreements, whatever. Even though they'd been asking. Even though they'd been asking. However, we do have an agreement with Taiwan. Yes. Yeah. So yes. if Russia yep. moves into Ukraine. China's watching. And she mm -hmm. is like, hey, they're watching what the left hand's doing. They're not going to watch what the right hand's doing. They move into Taiwan. Now we get drug into this thing. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing could take off yeah, that in a blaze. Yes. Yes. And that's the Japanese attacking Pearl Harbor. Had really not much to do with the rest of it. I mean, it did, obviously. But right. It did, but it, it brought us side. into it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, if, if, it was a major. If you don't think that those it. two have thought that out and talked to it when they were at the Olympics, and they said, "Can you just wait until after the Olympics?" <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And, and they did. Yeah. And they did. And they did. The gentleman's agreement. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was a, a week before the invasion began. We sat in here and and, and we noted. Hey, is anyone noticing Putin? Yeah, right. Rubbing shoulders with China over there, mm -hmm. like for a week. They, yeah, they sat around. They just hung out and watched curling. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they. You know, they probably did. <laughs> yeah, and so a few other things. And talked about invading. Yeah. Uh, these these smaller countries, because who'd notice, right? Now, the one thing that I do want to comment on, hey, we got a caller real quick. Let's go to this caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, uh, wanted to throw out a couple of things. Uh, the Freedom Rally Parade that uh, convoy that came through yesterday was amazing. It was amazing that the turnout from everybody, because um, uh, most of us will realize that freezing people's bank accounts because you donate to a cause is pretty messed up, and uh, stealing people's trucks, confiscating, is pretty messed up. It's more than just a mandate, and uh, the list is huge for the convoy. So I want to applaud our, our community for being there and supporting them. Um, with this Ukraine thing, I'm going to throw out, uh, some information, details with some names. Uh, a lot of this is, uh, funny. It's from a comedian that breaks it down that, yeah, the neo-Nazi group has been throughout Ukraine for quite some time now. Um, we've had, um, it was. Uh, hey, it sounds like we're losing you. The New York Times called the the Azov Battalion, the A Z O V Battalion, that's been around for a while. The head of that, we can get his name, but right now, yeah, I'm just going. I don't to need New York his Times name. called the battalion openly neo-Nazi, while USA Today and the Daily Beast and the Telegraph. And Herod's document, the group members' collectivity for swastikas, salutes, and other Nazi symbols, and individual fighters 
have acknowledged being neo-Nazi. This group they refer to as C-14, and C-14 comes from the 14 words, we must secure the existence of our people and future for white children. So are you That's saying, are you saying that because this neo-Nazi group was in the Ukraine, Putin had justification to invade? Well, they're all over. Yeah, they're in the United States, too. Oh, so that does does that, that mean that Canada gets right. to come in so, here? But, but the, the concern is these people, there's pictures of Biden in 2014 meeting with them. Oh, I'm sure. And this guy ended up going in to being part of the parliament, I'm which sure. I don't know exactly, but 2019 was when the president was ele elected there and when that guy um, stepped out of being in parliament. So they're, they're thick in there. It's ridiculous. But the notion that we just got done with Afghanistan giving weapons to the Taliban, and now we're at risk of potentially giving neo-Nazis stinger missiles. And you're not even talking about how the encroachment on Russia no, I'm, I'm not, not a Russia supporter, but you got to see where they're coming You know, coming it really from. sounds like you're 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 in favor of this invasion. Yeah, it sounds like justification sounds like. for what Putin's doing here. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that if you defend your borders, you better expect to defend your borders. Well, I just, and so, he stated he stated that, and I think they're going to take that river and they're going to keep that line. Mm. There's a difference between um, Trump your came act, actually and out and they said this is been noted for the plan for quite some time mm -hmm. well i am going to disagree with you uh just because you have nazis that settle in your country it does not give justification to cluster bomb a hospital it does not give justification to invade your neighbor people are allowed to have their own opinions completely I will disagree with everything that rolls out of a nationalist's mouth. It's disgusting. And if, if you know, the Ukrainians don't want them there, take care of it internally. internally. I mean, that's, that's what yep. your country is there to do. It does not justify the invasion of another country. No, so we don't. If we're going to start cleaning up that, I mean, we should start here, too. <laughs> yeah, well, right. Guys, plenty of here, here if, for sure. If we don't like what Trudeau is doing, that doesn't give us justification to go to Canada and... Start no, dropping bombs yeah. on nuclear power plants. It does not. I saw a swastika in the uh, Freedom Convoy in Canada. There was a flag photograph yeah, there. There may so. have been a plant. Yep. Yeah. yeah, nationalists are all over. All right, we're going to switch subjects on you, folks. Because Wednesday marked the crossover period for the body down at legislature. Meaning it was the last day for third reading in the House of Origin. All bills have now been presented that will be presented, and the redistricting of the legislature of Wyoming has taken a massive step forward. And thank God we get to keep Arveda, Claremont, and <laughs> School District number three. Yeah. That was a battle that was in a battle. both chambers. My gosh. And, and I hope some folks got online and watched this happen because it affects you. It affects your business. It affects your school. It affects your everything that you do. Mm -hmm. This is local government. Absolutely. This is the stuff that counts.
Redistricting of the legislature. Bill passed third reading with a 60-30 plan with Arveda, Claremont, and Sheridan County School District number three set within House District 40. Barry Crago's house. Their district, I should say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, this battle back and forth really pertained to the idea, (laughs) and I love the way that he said it. Uh, Senator Dave Kinski called it the sacred 5% because this was the argument all through this process. You have to be within a certain percentage of deviation. And I'm going to say a certain percentage because I've heard a couple now. Yeah. Right. I've heard six. I've heard ten. I've heard five. I don't know. It's whatever they decide that day. Right. Uh, either way, you have to be within a deviation. And everyone opposed to the 60-30 plan wanted every district within that deviation because someone could come back after this bill passes, go to a judge and say, they were out of deviation. I'm going to sue the state. Now, what would that accomplish? That means everybody goes back to Cheyenne. Everybody starts over. And that's only if the judge says, yeah, you're right. Back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Senator Bo Biteman said it's around, I think, 470-some people that were out of deviation. That's it. That's a pretty small number. Yeah, pretty small. But why were they out of deviation? There's a couple different reasons you can go out of deviation. It's in, it's written right there. Community interest. Meaning, if you're in a big city and I'm in a small rural community, our lifestyles are completely different. Your representative shouldn't be able to come over to my house and say, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. I'm going to represent you the same way I represent that city. Our lifestyle is different. Night and day in some cases. So you're allowed to go out of deviation for that. You're also allowed to go out of deviation for county lines, which if you really look at the map, there's a lot of county lines that are followed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people would probably think, gosh, this shouldn't have been as hard as it was, but it was. Either way, the 60-30 plan now goes to the House, back to the House, who kind of came up with uh, a lot of this stuff in the first place. Hopefully, they look at uh, what the Senate has done, give a thumbs up, send it to the governor's desk, and we're done with it. If they don't like that, we go back to the drawing table. <laughs> and we have another fight. And we have another, another battle. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So, I, I mean, if we really think about it, I'm not, I'm not saying that any representative in this state would misrepresent you. Uh, a lot of these individuals drive a very long distance to speak with the people that they represent, to be there when the people that they represent make big decisions in their county, their district, things like that. These people work hard. And and no matter how you feel about them, you can't dispute that. These guys are all over the state, guys and gals, and they're working hard for us. So now we basically get to sit back and say, well, now we're represented by our neighbor. <laughs> and uh, I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I think I think that a lot of work went into it, and it was a battle because it was worth 
battling it's over. It's worth fighting for. That's so right. that I I applaud what they've done. You know, it, it's it's time. Also, I mean, you know, things have changed over the years, and that's something that needs to be taken into consideration as well. Yeah, completely agree with you mm-hmm. on that one, Steve. Well, I think it's not as uh, exciting as trucks driving from point A to point B, but it it warrants attention. It warrants attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Line on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Parker Mel- Bellinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all of your financial bases and making informed decisions. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. If you are a motivated individual in search of a satisfying career and positive team culture, then keep listening. First Federal Bank and Trust is hiring a loan servicing operations team member. Competitive pay and outstanding benefits are just some of the reasons you'll love your career with us. Visit efirstfederal.bank slash careers or our Facebook page for information on how to apply. First Federal Bank and Trust is an equal opportunity employer. A great meal, the benefits, a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 7 o'clock tonight at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person or $50 for a family. This year's meal will be takeout and shut-in delivery only. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner, tonight at Rodolini Hall, where the Knights of Columbus meet. No mutanile, no mutanile, The Wyo Theater welcomes Nobuntu to the Wyo stage tonight at 7:30. This female a cappella quintet from Zimbabwe represents a new generation of young African women singers and has drawn international acclaim for their cultural preservation through song. Nobuntu tonight. Get your tickets now at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com.
Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden, and James Timberlake. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Floyd threw something at me, but it was just a look. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, you know, uh, during the break, we were actually talking about uh, the way that Russia has actually changed over the years and and how how have these oligarchs, uh, these individuals who have just mind-blowing amounts of money, how have they managed to get a hold of that? When the Berlin Wall fell, I'm pretty sure there's a, a very large portion of our audience out there that can remember that day. Um, my father... I wasn't born yet. Yeah, you weren't well, around just yet, buddy. This, <laughs> this was, excludes you, this, Yeah, 1989. Yeah. 89. I wasn't even a thought in my mother's mind yet. <laughs> watching, watching David Hasselhoff sing. I feel really sing. old now. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, sorry about wow, that. Wow, James. My, my dad actually sat me down in front of the television. I was only nine years old. But I knew who the USSR was mm-hmm. by the time I was nine. Why? Because I was born in the 80s. Yep. And if you lived through that decade... I mean, you knew who the USSR was. We were crouching under our desks at school. Yeah, we had to duck and cover regular, things. Yeah. Regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were drills. Yeah. And and <laughs> as you grow up and become an adult and find out that the only reason they did that... So they, uh, could, so identify they could identify the body. The yeah. body. <laughs> right. Um, like, who was going to identify you anyway? It was yeah. going to be over. You know, and... and <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who was going to come back? I didn't even notice when I was a kid. You know, after the Cold War, they were like, eh, sit wherever. Right, yeah. but but during the Cold War, they were like, "Why are you in Johnny's desk? Exactly, you cannot yeah. be in Johnny's desk." Now I find, yeah, I know why, mm-hmm. because Absolutely. when someone hit that button, they needed to know whose bones were under the desk. And uh, I, but when the wall fell, and we all got to watch David Hasselhoff sing about it, <laughs> um, you remember where you were that day, <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. There's on two the wall David back. Hasselhoff memories. Well, three. Knight Rider, of course. Oh, yeah. cheeseburger. Yeah, the cheeseburger is the other <laughs> one. Yep. Yep. Well, I, I, rem- I remember where I was that day, too. One of the best videos ever. Uh, <laughs> terrible day for David. <laughs> He's bounced back. Hey, oh, yeah. Oh, man, come on. How can you not? The guy is actually kind of nice. I, I think Dave's all right. Now, don't I have hassle literally the no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> see, see, now you've got things you've got to go look up. Yeah, Google I know and YouTube. Rider. Cheeseburger completely yeah. flew over my head. Uh, yeah, look it up. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy that one. Um, anyway, I just but, I derailed you. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. The USSR, when the USSR actually fell, uh, nobody was watching all the weaponry. Right. And when I say weaponry, I'm not talking about, ooh, the AK-47. No. I'm talking nuclear submarines. I'm talking nuclear uh, uh, ships, mm-hmm. nuclear weapons. I was just going to say missiles. Yeah. Missiles, ballistic missiles uh, of all kinds. Ammunition. All of this stuff was up for grabs. Nobody was watching it. It was being sold. It was ported. And from there, drug dealers were beginning to open a market. Why? Because a nuclear submarine running cocaine between two countries? Come on. Right? <laughs> All yeah. over the world. All over yeah. the world. Yeah. Yep. So, pretty dope, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you this. It, it, it certainly presented a massive challenge for the United States uh, and, and, and its European allies because now all of that stuff was going to be on the black market. And 
a lot of that stuff was sold on the black market. And, and that you, is where the oligarchs came from. And that from. is where a lot of money came from, folks. Mm-hmm. I These, mean, seriously, we were we were talking during the break. One guy, 550-foot yacht. That's not a yacht. That is a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. That's a ship. Worth $650 million. I don't know what that equates to in ruples, but it's got to be like trillions. Trillions. Yeah. In a country where most people have nothing, standing in bread lines, whatever, and this guy's got six hundred or yeah, six hundred and fifty million dollars to throw at a boat. I think a you're, boat. You're talking about Roman Abramovich. <laughs> no, he's the one with the, the soccer the, the soccer team. team yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was going to mention. And, yeah. and how do you think dinner's going to go when he's with Putin <laughs> next time? <laughs> and he sells his soccer team for whatever soccer teams go <laughs> for. Of gives the donation. Gives the donation to the people of Ukraine. Roman ain't going home. So that's no. the, the funny no. thing is, when you look back on that now of who Roman really was. He was not allowed to live in the United Kingdom, even though he owned, owned, owned the Chelsea soccer football team. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. all of his assets were outside of United Kingdom and stuff. But he was he owned the football club in the United Kingdom, and the Premier League were like, "Yeah, go ahead." It's so a does anybody dollar club? Does anybody know where he's at now? Ah. No. Uh, he I don't fled, think but... he even knows where he's at <laughs> yeah, yeah, right I, now. He was, he's yeah. so far off the map. He was part of the he was part of the Belarus meeting. He was one of the people there in, really? in Belarus uh, advocating for Ukraine on the side of Russia, if you will. I'll bet he didn't wow. drink he was anything in Belarus. at that table. Yeah, I wouldn't know. eat. I, I, I wouldn't there. have drank or ate yeah. around Putin. Yeah. And not now, for a now million it's dollars. completely changed. I'm, I'm pretty sure from Roman to Belarus. And, and Belarus is just Russia light. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. it is. And it always kind of has been. All right. We got one caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Morning, all. Morning. <laughs> Try to keep her brief here. Yeah, see, just all the punchline headlines every day. Uh, well, there's a, a death spiral going on. But uh, right here at home, if we keep our act together, possibly, it may have a little influence. Uranium from uh, Russia to run a power plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it you, depends on the episodal factor. How do, you, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Using Russian oil, like we're continuing to do, and using Russian uranium. How do you feel about that as, as just a, an American sitting out there right now? Very simplistic. The American public is, uh, I don't know if they had brain cells, but they did, they killed them. <clears throat> so there again, the gas, the uranium. And then if you study back forever, uh, you know what we got going here is international high high corporate commerce and there again uh, they threw all the corporations threw all the jobs out of here Um, (laughs) just to listen to the headlines coming out of biden's mouth it's just it just uh, if it wasn't so pathetic it would be angry (laughs) make a person angry just so t- tell me, Neverland. tell me what what uh, what he said that that's got you worked up. Oh, he says uh, we should encourage bringing more jobs back to the United States. Uh, we should uh, support. Uh, we should definitely support the Ukraine. Never mind the uh, aiding and abetting through high high dollars, billions of dollars worth of uh, artillery to the enemy. The enemy, by the way, is defined in aiding and abetting the enemy. Uh, he goes on and on. Uh, we're going to discipline the American public, and we're going to make them take any 
substance into their bodies, and at the same time we're going to take their guns away, and we're going to create war on the truckers uh, to do. Uh, I don't think I, now I'm going to correct. I don't think Biden said anything like that. You didn't say anything like what? Creating war on American truckers, taking your guns away. He hasn't said anything like that. Oh, it's been in a Democratic uh, platform forever. You know that. No, I do not. I'm not a big Biden supporter, like, at all. So you don't think I, the Gun Control Act of 1934, the t tobacco, firearms, and alcohol, and you don't think the gun control laws of 1968, you don't know no. anything about that? Uh, no. I, 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 How old are you? I do, and... As I said, I'm not a Biden supporter really at all, but details matter, and he didn't say no, those didn't. things. This is it, rhetoric. It's part, it's part of the Democratic overall thought process, but in saying that he said that, you lost me, and I'm not a fan of his, but he didn't I'm not a say fan that. of Biden either, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to someone say this is what he said when that is not what he said. It may be partly what he stands for with the party, but he didn't say rhetoric is well, rhetoric. Said, said or not said, his actions prove what he's doing. How? Well, didn't he put a mandate out that you're going to get shots and you're going to be quarantined? Did he do that or not? Or was that somebody else? The Biden administration put up a, a mandate uh, for, for federal, officials, federal, for federal, federal, federal employees, workers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, you want to mitigate today's situation, mitigate it forever. That's what they're trying to do with the Europe right now and the breakdown of the European Union. Let's get, yeah. Kind of diverting the changing the t subject here. Uh, you know, ninety percent of the country lives in a spot where there are no mask mandates right now. So it seems to me like the the the, the fear mongering about you know, how you lose this freedom, you never get it back, has been proven to not be true. We're getting it's it back. true. Yeah. But I wonder if, if you feel like you need to spout this r rhetoric to incite individual, like why I don't understand where this is coming from. Oh, I, I was just reiterating uh, problems in the world. That's where it's coming from. And I will say that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we think ought to be done that Biden will not do because it's political suicide for him. Right. Especially when it comes to energy and right. independence in the U.S. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you tie that into gun control, which is, I mean, that's a whole long-standing Democratic, you know, platform. It's, it's one but, of their cornerstones. But, yeah. but you look back at, like, what did Obama do for gun control? Nothing. No. You know, Biden hasn't said Talked a word. It. Yeah. No. yeah. Biden and hasn't even talked about it. I haven't even heard it come through Biden's lips. Yeah. So the southern border isn't real. Well, see, now you're going off topic <laughs> that, that, again. Changing the subject again. But, yeah, I mean, sure, there's, there's issues, and there have been for decades there. Every single president has had to deal with that southern border, and every single president will continue to deal with that. And well, I will and, give Trump and, credit for trying to do something about it. At you least know, he made an yeah, effort. Yeah, really, yeah, making a real effort to and it. And what drives me nuts, really, is that we've got politicians calling for us to go into Ukraine and defend their border. Right. Yet ours is wide open. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. How about you take the troops that you were going to send to Ukraine, station them at the southern border, and fix the problem? Yeah, I mean, you talk about national security problems. There's one for us There's, right there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know what? If we had some troops down there, it would help things out. Oh, if, absolutely. If, you know, help Border Patrol. Give them funding. Give them the manpower mm -hmm. that they need. Well, give them what they need. Absolutely. Don't make them militaristic monsters. Right.
but give them what they need to defend our borders. Mm-hmm. That's that's night and day different right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we had stations, if we had individuals watching, I, I, we can literally zoom in on the head of a dime. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. On the head of a dime with satellites. And you're going to tell me that we're just not watching our border. Yeah. Come yeah. on. No, it's come on. It's it's open for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, mean, now, I would I would believe that, yes, the, the crisis at the southern border is something that every single American should look at Washington and say, what is going on? Yeah, what are yeah. you doing? What are you doing? I would completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And people have been doing it since we had borders. <laughs> All right, this has been the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE. And I want to thank uh, Aaron for joining us. Lovely. And James, thank well, you. The lovely Aaron. The lovely, the lovely Aaron. Lovely. Thank you. All right. This and the sarcastic the- Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, sarcastic Steve. How about that? This has been 930 KROE and 103.9 FF. Share From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Full-time employment at $24 to $26 an hour with a comprehensive benefits package that includes sick leave, vacation, retirement contributions, and paid holidays. Sound good? Have you considered a position at the Fulmer Public Library? They are currently hiring a network administrator to oversee the operation and maintenance of computer equipment, library web presence, and computer security solutions. Interested? Get your application packet online today at SheridanWyoLibrary.org. What's up with the weather? Sunny one minute, blizzard the next. The new forecast now calls for big savings at Midas. Save up to 170 bucks with the installation of four select tires at Midas Tire and Auto, which happens to come with free brake inspection. If you happen to need brake service, you can save another 50 bucks. Whatever you need, Midas will keep you rolling safely this spring with a little more green in your pocket. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. 